Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I missed a lot of time. I won't go into why I missed it, but needless to say, well, I'll go in a little bit. It was a very, very busy two weeks. I mean, waking up early in the morning and going to bed very late at night. On top of that work, on top of that side work, on top of that, we're trying to teach our kids. We're trying to get our kids ready to go to school which requires a lot of my time to teach my kids like numbers and letters and words. And I'm going to be honest, I am not the greatest teacher. <laughs> my wife is much better at it than I am. And uh, sometimes our little learning session can go because you have a, we have a goal every day that we have to or want to hit. And sometimes those little learning sessions can go four hours with me and my poor children. I'm, I, and I mean this in the most sincere way. My poor children have to put up with me trying to teach them uh, letters and numbers. And it's, it's not going well. And it's not their fault. It's my fault. But anyway, um, so until my kids go to school, let's just say this podcast is going to be released on a Saturday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Because quite honestly... Um, I look into July and it's not any, it's not going to be any slower. It's going to be just as fast and just as hectic. So um, I'm going to try and release Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I was way too exhausted to do that this last uh, week. And I needed a break really bad because it wasn't going to be good. But what I did do is I continuously bookmarked uh, stories that I thought would be interesting. So this week... Last week, I didn't do anything. This week, I'm going to do a lot. What I'm going to do is I'm going to... Um, I have over 40 articles that I bookmarked. Now, I'm not going to do all of those, but I'm going to do a lot of them. And um, back in January, I had a big log of stuff that I had um, bookmarked that I wanted to get through. And I just did one podcast every day until I got through all the information. So that's kind of what I'm going to do uh, this week. And then Friday uh, should be another podcast released just like normal and going forward, like I said, until at least August because my kids get out of school in August. And uh, it doesn't help uh, when I work a uh, week uh, Friday-Saturday rotation 
or a Thursday, Friday rotation at my job because I work 48 hours at a time and I can't record. And I just got off one of those as well, uh, adding to the hecticness of uh, trying to get this podcast done. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, I've got 10 really great articles today. Sorry about that. God, we didn't have anything else in the house to drink. Normally I drink bourbon and Coke. Uh, well, all we had, all I could find was uh, ginger ale, diet ginger ale, and Jack Daniels. And you know what? It's actually really good. Um, I've got a big movie theater cup of diet ginger ale and um, Jack Daniels. It's, it's pretty good. It's working. Let's put it that way. So... Let's go through this, shall we? Um, get to the beginning here. We're already on episode 49. That's amazing to me. Um, in August, we'll all have been doing this podcast for one year. I'm really excited about that. So the first episode, and you know what? I'm really happy, despite being off for a week, the downloads continue to grow. And I appreciate that. And if you're a new listener or an old listener, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Okay, this is from Kyle at Teslarati. Elon Musk tweeted that the progress that progress is being made on securing political and political support and permits for the Boring Company, and this is for tunneling underneath Los Angeles. Uh, the political support is specifically the mayor's support. Uh, the permits are more complicated than the technology improvements that Elon and his team have made in actually tunnel making. Um, <clears throat> I know working at a city, the all cities basically, um, there's a lot of complication and uh, red tape that you have to go through. And I can't imagine what it is when you're going underneath the ground to weave this network of tunnels. But... Los Angeles is complicated. You have famous people who live there who may or may not, famous and powerful people, who may or may not want Elon tunneling underneath their city. And also, it's a very dense population. You have a lot of people kind of on top of each other. And not to mention, like, the environmental impact and what happens when there's an earthquake and we've got all these tunnels going, you know, through the ground. Um... So that's kind of going to be on Elon and the Boring Company to explain what exactly the tunnels are going to be for. And I know that they're for moving transportation underground and uh, freeing up uh, uh, the roads above and getting people to places faster. But more than that, he needs to explain how it's going to be environmentally sound, what they're going to do. I mean, there's there's obviously going to be potential like dinosaur bones and you know fossils we'll just call those fossils um you know ancient artifacts maybe being found how they're going to handle all of that stuff responsibly so and last time we had that we talked last episode i think it was we talked about the santa monica mayor who said that basically said that they would laugh elon musk out of the office if they came to santa monica and asked to tunnel underneath the the city um, and you know what? The spotlight is now on Santa Monica Mayor Rick Cole because if Elon and his team are able to do this, and mind you, they're only working on this part-time, but if Elon and his team are able to do this, 
uh, Rick Cole may come begging to the Boring Company for tunnels underneath his city. Or maybe Rick Cole's replacement, since mayors are elected and not appointed. Next up, uh, this is Teslarati Jay Taylor. SpaceX launched not one, but two rockets this weekend. One of them had titanium grid fins. That's what kind of keeps it stable when it's coming down from orbit and lands on the drone ship or the landing pad, wherever that may be. Um, these fins are a lot like the old fins, except for they're really durable and strong and require no maintenance or almost no maintenance or service, as Elon says, said in his tweet. Next up, uh, Inside EV's Eric Loveday. The city of Fremont, which is you know where Tesla builds its cars, is requiring all new homes to be equipped with solar panels and wiring for EV charging. Hmm. Interesting. Tesla builds a lot of cars in Fremont. Those cars are electric. Tesla also sells solar panels. And they have EV cars that require EV charging. I don't see a connection here, but maybe somebody can write in and let me know where the connection lies. Um, I can tell you that my house, or my next house, because my current house has solar on it, which we're very happy with. But my next house is going to have at least two Tesla batteries, maybe more, uh, solar panels, because I don't think I can afford the solar roof at 70 some thousand dollars. But uh, solar panels, solar roof, or excuse me, solar panels, Tesla batteries, and an EV charger, or at least wiring for an EV charger, in a three-car garage. Now, do I need a three-car garage? Absolutely. I hate, right now, when I get out of my car, I have to squeeze, and I'm not, I mean, I'm a big guy, but I'm not like a super fat guy. Um, so I have to, I'm a little fat. So I have to squeeze out of my car and not hit my wife's car just to get out of my garage. They're making two-car garages so small right now. I remember when I was a kid, my two-car garage, my parents, my dad had a pickup truck, and he parked it in the garage. This is in the 80s. And my mom had a minivan, and she parked it in the garage, and there were still several feet on either side of their car. Um, I'm not happy with the way these garages are being built. Anyway, so, yeah. Moving on. Fred Lambert, uh, Tesla branded solar panels are showing up in the Tesla stores. At least the kiosks are. Uh, Tesla is currently transitioning from Solar City to Tesla Solar. And the um, so the kiosks are really interesting. I would highly suggest going to Fred Lambert's article and taking a look at the pictures. It's kind of cool. Really, actually, it's really cool. Inside EV's Mark Kane. We've heard a lot from him lately, I feel. Or at least I've read a lot of his stuff. Tesla has received orders for a 250 kilowatt power pack or 550 kilowatt hour power packs, power packs to help with blackouts in Sydney. The power packs will be installed at the Alexandria Canal Works Depot. Um, this is not the 100 megawatt, which is bigger than 250 or 500 kilowatt hour uh, systems. This is not the 100 megawatt challenge that Tesla said that they would have it done in a certain amount of time or it'd be free. This is kind of a smaller kind of, I don't know if it's a test or what it is. Um, I think it's very interesting. Uh, and it sounds like some other cities are going to follow suit. But Australia, as we've you know talked about, is having a really hard time with blackouts right now. So anything to keep the peaker plants, which are the diesel or 
a natural gas generated paint plants that kick on when uh, there's a big drain on the power system. Anything to keep those off, the better, especially since, uh, you know, I want Tesla to do well. Uh, and to help Tesla out, wholesale power prices in Australia have nearly doubled in the past five years, so it makes Tesla's power packs seem very attractive to the fine folks of Australia. Okay, inside EVs, again, Mark Kane. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's two stories back to back. Audi has found a way, or allegedly found a way, to create their batteries or to build their batteries at 100 euros per kilowatt hour or $112 or 12,467 Japanese yen. I'm going to digress a little bit here. Japan is like the number two country in the kilowatt stats. I don't know. I don't get any other information than the country uh, in the stats program that I use. But uh, yeah, they overtook Germany like three weeks ago and Boy, they really overtook it. Germany's number three, and Japan really um, came strong. So thank you if you live in Japan, Germany, United States, or anywhere else. Uh, super cool. Anyway, uh, Tesla's current price for kilowatt hour for their batteries is 125 U.S. dollars, 111 euros, or 13,912 Japanese yen. If this is true, this is the lowest cost per kilowatt hour for the batteries that I know of. Um, if you know of something or someone that's doing it cheaper, let me know. Let's see. Yeah, uh, This is a Fred Lambert story from Electric. A new bill in the UK will require EV chargers to be installed at gas stations or petrol stations, if you live in the UK. Uh, the similar initiatives have been proposed in countries like Russia. I think this is really cool. But the UK government is pledging $600 million in support for the low for the ultra low emissions market, and the new measures include this is from the Sun, um, which is a newspaper. Includes uh, automated and electric vehicles announced by the government will also support the innovation design and use of driver driverless cars. Uh, compulsory motor vehicles insurance will be extended to cover the use of automated vehicles to ensure that compensation claims continue to be paid out quickly, fairly, and easily. So that's that's really good. Um, basically, I, what I see that as what it says, or how I see, how I read that, eh, starting to get dumb already, or dumber. How I read that is that um, rather than the insurance companies saying, well, we don't know whose fault it is. Is it the driver's fault or is it, uh, we'll say in Tesla, the, the automotive manufacturer's fault? So we're going to litigate this forever, and we're going to figure it out. The, this, they, what the UK has done is they said, we're going to take 600 million pounds. I don't know if I said dollars earlier. And we're going to kind of help sort this out. And then uh, we already talked about this. Charge points for electric vehicles at motorway service areas. I don't know what that is. Maybe like a pull-off? And large fuel retailers will be required under these new laws. And I say bravo to the UK. Next one, uh, Fred Lambert at Electric again. Great news for current uh, and future Chevy Bolt owners. Uh, the Insurance Institute of Highway Safety, IIHS, just released new test results of the vehicle, and it earned a top safety rating, the top safety rating. 
Uh, the only thing they thought, felt was a weakness were, were the vehicle's headlights. Um, boy, I don't know why that just came up. Hopefully everything's still recording. Good. Okay. I just had a screen pop up. Um, so despite its small front, the electric vehicle benefits. This is the IHS, I, IHS talking. Despite its small front, the electric, all electric vehicle benefits from the the all-electric vehicle benefits from the lack of internal combustion engine, which enables a larger usual than usual front crumple zone for a vehicle of its size. Now, this is true on the Model X, and we'll talk about that in a future episode. Um, the IIHS also found that it's a low risk for of for any significant injuries in both frontal crash tests, which is. Let's just say bravo, and I'll put the, the links to the sh the crash test videos in the show notes, because those are very popular lately. Next up, Tesla Roddy, Fernando Carvelho, Tim Cook from Apple, he's the CEO of Apple, announced that Apple is working on the mother of all AI for autonomous vehicles and called it a core technology. Some have suggested that because of this, Tesla and Apple should Apple should partner on the project and for me let's see I, I think Apple makes fantastic stuff they have in the past had um, difficulty partnering with other companies the other companies sometimes thinks think that Apple's terms are onerous and unreasonable after they sign the contract of course they never think it well they've said before that they all they're thinking about then is dollar signs take a drink here Um, but Apple has partnered in the past with IBM, IBM for Enterprise, and that seems to be a successful um, partnership. They're still doing cool things together. But right now, Tesla has the market advantage. So I don't know if they want to partner with Apple um, because Tesla has all the data, and they're compiling all that data, and they're making it useful for Tesla, not for Apple. And Apple would want them probably to make it useful for Apple, and then they would want to share that information. Apple would want to share that information or sell it to other auto manufacturers, which doesn't seem like that would be in Tesla's best interest. Just spitballing here. So it would have to be something that was very compelling and tempting to Tesla for that to make sense. Right now, Apple's testing this core technology. Uh, with Lexus RX450H SUVs with custom hardware and software. We talked about that in the um, in a previous episode. So that's it for me um, for today. And like I said, I'm going to record these. I'm going to clear them out. And then I'm going to move on to the next ones and get them all cleared out, hopefully, in the next couple of days. So... Um, my suggestion to you is list, look at the show notes, and if you think you'll find the show interesting, then by all means listen to it. But if you don't think you're going to find that show interesting, you know, skip it or, you know, listen to it. I'd be happy if you listened to all of them, but I know that that's kind of a lot. Um, my other option was to just record this all at one time and put out like an hour and a half long episode, but I don't think people... 
uh, like that. So one of the things that I try to do is I try to keep it at about 20 minutes so that it's not overwhelming. Uh, there are plenty of podcasts out there that are long. There are plenty of Tesla podcasts out there that are long, and they're great. But I don't know that anybody wants to listen to me for much longer than 20 minutes. 30 minutes at a stretch. I, I could probably tend to get annoying, and anything after that is just tedious for the listener, I think. So let's talk about how you can get a hold of me. Oh, you know what? Uh, my pick. So I used to do this podcast called Oblivious, where I talked about things that I liked. And it cost kind of started to cost a lot of money, um, just because of the hosting cost. And it, well, I should say it had a high cost in time, and a medium cost in money, monthly cost. Uh, so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do this. Um, because I like it and I'm going to do that to the, the, <laughs> see 20 minutes. I'm already a moron. Uh, I'm just going to do that show. I'm just going to do a pick on this show. So that's what I'm doing tonight. That's what I'm trying to explain poorly. Um, so my pick is Puddles Pity Party. If you don't know who this guy is, he is a clown, uh, seven foot clown with golden voice. I'll be honest with you. I might've mentioned this last week. But I don't have any recollection of mentioning it, and I did not um, go back and listen. But if I did mention it last week, I'll mention it again because it's worth it. Uh, check this guy out. If he comes to your area, definitely go see him. He is hilarious. He doesn't talk, but his whole show is fantastic. He's very funny. He comes into the crowd and interacts with the crowd a lot. Um, and I just love listening to him sing. You can uh, check out Puddle's Pity Party on YouTube and listen to him there. He's on America's Got Talent. Uh, he made it through one of the rounds. I don't watch America's Got Talent, but I watch that guy and the little girl with the puppet, whatever her name is. Uh, she's adorable. But yeah, so that is my pick. This is how you can get a hold of me, Bodie at 918digital.com. That is my email. Follow me on Twitter at 918digital. My phone number, if you want to leave a message and get, um, if you want to leave a message and be on the show with your message, 918-401-0071. Uh, working on my website, and where I'm going to put all of the podcasts that I do up there, which is only two of them. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast because that really helps. And I have links in the show notes to my iMessage sticker apps. If you want to help out the show, buy a sticker or a sticker pack for your iPhone. I would really appreciate it. And that's it. I hope you guys have a great day because I'm going to talk to you again tomorrow. And we got lots more to talk about, I guess. Yeah. I really wish there was a good way to sign this thing off other than saying goodbye. Goodbye.